follow up and follow through until the task is complete. The prize won. Brian Tracy. You are listening to the On Track Families podcast with your host, Lori Taylor Pruitt. We're here to help families like yours with simple systems to stay on track and to help you make the journey from surviving to thriving. The fortune is in the follow-up. Have you ever heard that one? Anyone in sales has heard it a million times. The fortune is in the follow-up. And I like to say your simple success is in the follow-up, but not just follow-up and follow-through. Friendly follow-up. That is the fourth step of my simple steps to success. It's back to school week here at On Track Family, and let's talk about what it means to follow up and to follow through. We've talked about, number one, prioritizing people. When we prioritize people, so many other things seem to fall in place because we have our priorities straight. We begin to schedule our priorities instead of only prioritizing our schedule. Step number two was simple systems. When we have simple systems in place, lather, rinse, repeat, automatic systems, we can hit those pain points in our life and begin to simplify things. Number three, clear communication. We take time to think about what we say and how we say it. We make sure that it was heard, that it was understood, and that we can come along beside and help people with the action statement that's a follow-up, aha, to the communication. Follow-up and communication hold hands. You can hardly have one without the other. But the key to this step is the friendly follow-up. When we talked about communication, we talked about the fact that the words we choose to use and the way we say them can make all the difference. If we use that opportunity to communicate our frustration or our fear or our anxiety over a certain situation, then what we've done is created another level of conflict that needs to be resolved. There's enough conflict that happens in life anyway without us creating extra conflict. And does it take more time? Does it take more effort? Of course it does. It takes time to think through what we say and how we say it. But when we do, we will reap the harvest. And what is it that we want to reap? What is it that we want to be 
our children to be, our family to be, those are the kinds of seeds that we plant with our communication. Do we have to be perfect? No, it's not going to happen. But just because we can't do it perfectly 100% of the time doesn't mean there's not a starting place. One of the simple places to start, remember, it's really hard to separate friendly follow-up and clear communication. Because one is the thought and the other is the action. Okay? They go together, but I separated them so that we could focus on it because friendly follow-up is a dimension of the communication. Okay? Does that make sense? It's part of it, but it's so important that it deserves a place all by itself. Let's start where there's a difference between follow-up and follow-through. At least this is my perspective. Follow-up is more of a reminder and asking, maybe repeating to see if something's been done. But follow through to me is that you follow up as many times as necessary until the task is complete or the prize won. Until the thing that needed to happen happens. Right? Let's take, hmm, say your child has a paper due. You know it's coming up. You try to set them up for success and you ask them if they're working on it. You've got to find that fine line between asking them about it so often that they begin to be frustrated and upset and it's a little complicated because are they upset because you're asking them they feel micromanaged or are they upset because they don't want to do the paper and they're upset that you're making them think about it that's complicated you have to sort that out on your end because I don't know the situation that could be going on there but you get it right You want to follow up with them in a way that supports, that helps them, that sets them up for success. But not just once, you want to do it as often as it takes until they have the project or the paper done. It doesn't mean you're going to ask them 10 times a day, have you started your paper? Did you start your paper? Have you started your paper? Did you finish your paper? No, because that becomes, uh, I'm going to sound like an old, old lady right now. That sounds like a broken record. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, which might be most of you, which scares me a little bit, but back in the day when we played vinyls, at least there's some retro, there's some things coming back that some of you will know what I'm talking about. If you had a broken record, a broken vinyl, then the needle would go across and then it would just stick and say the same thing over again. Over and over and over until you went and moved it. We can begin to be that broken record sound. That's not what we want to do. And that's not what I'm talking about. Follow up. This isn't a checklist. 
checklist that we have for somebody else. Are you doing the right things? Have you done enough of the right things? Check, 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 check. Checking this off my list. No, follow up and follow through is not checking it off your list. It's building relationship. And there's a difference. We can start this that very first week of school, put this into place to follow up. Number one, connect. How was your day today? What's one thing you loved about school today? What's one thing you learned today? If you could change one thing about today, what would it be? Well, what could you do tomorrow? That would be different. You see, that kind of follow-up as you are connecting. You're following up to find out where your child is emotionally. Where's their emotional health? Are they struggling with something? Are they frustrated? You're just bearing up with them, whatever happened in their day. You're getting up under it with them and saying, I'm right here for you. You're not by yourself. That means so much. There are times that they have things that they need to get done, but there are different ways to follow up. Remember, it needs to be friendly follow up. That's what gets you more bang for your buck on your steps to success. And what do I mean by success? We haven't really stopped to talk about that. It'll mean different things in different situations. But success for your family might be, we got through homework time and dinner time without a lot of stress. That might be how you're defining success. Someone else might define success as everyone did their homework every night this week. Everyone got all their schoolwork done. We completed it. We completed the task. What is your definition of success? Is it a clean room? Does everybody have shoes on their feet when they get in the car? Is it you didn't burn dinner? Is that you actually had dinner and not cereal? What is it that you will measure your success by? Whatever that is, we want to make sure that you have these simple steps in place. Friendly follow-up is like the sprinkles and the frosting on the cake. This is what fills it out, holds it together, and make it look so beautiful tastes good. I used to ask my children when they didn't really take time to use their best words and I said, what would your words taste like? If you had to eat those words that just came out of your mouth, what would they taste like? What would they smell like? Is that something you want to chew up and swallow? And so I asked that of you this week back-to-school week parents. There's a lot of room for this week to be stressful for everyone. But the friendly follow-up. You might have to remind one child, follow up with one child one time until they follow through with what they need to do. 
Another child might need five times or 10 times. But are you going to be as friendly on that 10th time as you are the first time? And if not, why? Hmm. What would keep you from being as patient? The 10th reminder was the first one. Now I get it. I'm a parent. I'm a grandparent. I'm a person. And I understand that when we have to spend extra effort to come back and make sure someone else does something that they should have done, then it becomes a burden to us and we become frustrated or we can become frustrated and easily frustrated. But is it going to change anything? Yes, the child might follow through at that point, but it's only because they're trying to appease your frustration or your anger. And that's a very different thing than being successful. So here's what I want you to think about. If you have to follow through 10 times, follow up 10 times until the child follows through, what's going on with that? First question to ask yourself is, does this child have a learning challenge or a a challenge processing what I'm saying? Are they hearing me? Go back to communication. Are they hearing me? Is the volley there? Did they hear and understand? Did they choose not to follow through? Or do they simply not remember because they're young or they have a learning challenge? Um, maybe they're at a place in their life where they're angry and they're defying you. Well, you need to know that. In that case, the problem isn't the system or the communication or the follow-up. There's something else. You need to prioritize that person and figure out what's going on here. And maybe it's something you can talk through and work through by yourselves, and maybe it's not. Maybe it's time to bring someone else on your team. Maybe a a health issue maybe they need to see a physician or they need to see a counselor something else is going on communication systems and follow-up don't fix everything and if it doesn't that's when you have to stop the presses prioritize the person and get the help that they need or the help that you need as a family friendly follow-up can change everything if you can cheerfully remind them through this process this time of habit building and having these systems become more automatic it can change their attitude towards the systems because sometimes the system doesn't work because there's too much attitude around it and it doesn't feel good And there is, again, another layer of conflict that we have to overcome. So let's put this in a quick nutshell. Prioritize your people. Create simple systems to avoid any stress blocks in your family. 
clearly communicate, making sure that you choose your words and how you say it carefully, that people heard and understand and know exactly how to follow through, and then follow up with them as often as it takes to help them follow through. Putting these four simple steps into place during back to school week is a way to set your family up for simple success. We can't change everything. We can't change the whole world at once, but we can change us one step at a time. Let's be that difference.